Went to the gym today. Nice. Saw the doo-doo man. Have I told you about the doo-doo man? You actually have, but I think for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to say, who's that? <laughs> uh, the doo-doo man is... The doo-doo man is a guy who goes to the gym that I go to. He wears 16 headbands. He... Um, he wears dishwashing gloves instead of weightlifting gloves. Yeah. He puts towels over all of the machines he uses because he claims to be doing supersets. So he wants to... Like he talks to people? No, 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 no. He does not talk to people. But then when people are like, uh, you're on the row, but you have a bunch of towels over these other machines. Oh, I understand. Can I use these? He's like, no, I'm doing supersets. Um, and he smells like doo-doo. And, of course, never wipes anything down before or after. Well, why would he need to? He's got towels all over everything. <laughs> no, no, no. He takes the towels off to to use it. Well, that's very stupid. That is very stupid. Uh, today, he was wearing moccasins, as you do yeah. at the gym. Um, See, when you said 16 headbands, you know, I immediately thought about Dawkins but uh he he reminds me a lot of Dawkins he has a similar body shape hmm. where I wouldn't call him fat but he has a big belly and I saw him today he was doing sit-ups and his belly was big enough that at full extension he would then clutch his arms to his belly to hold it in as he sat back up youch and then he would go back extended and then release his belly and then kind of rub it like a genie. I haven't known any genies. I don't know if they do that, but I or guess so. Like, or like a magic lamp, you oh, know? Oh, okay. I got you. Give it that nice little round yeah, yeah, yeah. rub. He also does the max weight on the leg press machine. Of course. Um, he does like maybe like six inches of extension and then completely locks his knees out every single time. So I'm waiting for the doo-doo man's shins to <laughs> Just shoot, out shoot out of his ass one day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's the thing. When I'm at the gym, I hate the dude <laughs> but the yeah. second i leave the gym he becomes like he's he's like i don't know he, he's a mythical being that i'm like oh i can't hate the doo-doo man yeah he's just in his cargo pants and moccasins and 16 <laughs> headbands yeah so how about we talk about some wrestling no let's talk about this guy some more <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, what's NXT? I've been asking myself that question recently. been getting very poetic about it. I mean, you know, like I've been sitting oh, around. Alex, the host this week. I've been putting, uh, putting the lights down low and sipping a glass of wine and staring out the window and just saying, what's NXT? You know what? I Weirdly, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to bring up to you yeah. this month was... The name of our podcast is What's NXT, and we never try to define what NXT is. Well, I'm glad we never did, because it seems like What's NXT is kind of changing a little bit. Um, I don't know if you've heard, uh, but uh, 
HHH has gone. <laughs> the man of three H's. He almost, he almost, he almost, he almost choked on his protein shake, guys. He almost laughed. HHH has uh, done a couple of interviews about NXT or one interview. Drinking a protein shake with a with a beard and a mustache. Yeah, it's not great. I, I, that's why mine are very liquidy. I don't really. I just suck them down. Um, he's a uh, he's been on there and he's said. You know, there are some NXT stars that we're just going to keep them on NXT. And the reason is because we're just going to expand NXT. We're going to move them around the world to different NXTs. And you're going to start seeing, you know, that these guys are like big NXT guys. And then maybe we're going to put them on Raw, but then we're going to bring them back to NXT. Maybe we're going to put them on SmackDown for a couple of months or whatever. And then we're going to bring them back. And I was like, wow. He literally went as far as to say... Modern territory system. That's crazy. Yeah. So is NXT going to be the new territory system? Like, is that what's going to happen? I I did enough research to have read this thing once, but not enough research to, after I had written down that I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, go back and read it again. So I'm (laughs) sure, you know, you guys can go ahead and, you know, read it yourselves and find all the nuances that I totally missed because I was probably not paying attention. But that was that was actually, I was like, wow, that's really interesting. By the way, I'm Tristan Marsh. Hi. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm Alec Brasio, right? Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm just enthralled by thinking about the doo-doo man being on NXT right now. <laughs> He's gonna be the biggest NXT superstar. Yeah, he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be all around the world. Statues crumble for me. <laughs> so the yeah, doo doo man would never work on SmackDown or Raw. He no. needs to stay in NXT. He does. So I, I was really surprised to hear that because I it's kind too, of. Oh man, it's we, too. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. It's too bad that Heavy Machinery just left. I know because they that would be a a career long feud. The doo-doo man versus steaks and weights. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking just go across the pond, matey, hi hi, and and feud with that big fat round guy. Oh in yeah, NXT UK. Morris was it Morris? Oh shit, I didn't write down what his name was. Mastiff. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go feud with that guy, Dozovich versus Mastiff. That would be awesome. Dozovich is obviously rounder and bigger, but Mastiff is basically the same guy. So like, that would be really cool. <laughs> He seems more serious. Mastiff, it would be a fun Mastiff ta- clash. Is, Mastiff is like if Otis Dozovich was uh, your super. You oh, know, yeah, that sounds good. Where like they're kind of the same shape, but Otis Mastiff has a bit more big guy roundness, and Otis has a bit more like I have somehow worked out every muscle in perfect proportion to make myself round. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 definitely. What I'm saying is know. that Mastiff is a big fat guy, but I love him. Yeah, and you love Otis Dozovich. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's giant. He's a giant Pac-Man with a head on top. <laughs> yeah, Dozovich is great, and he's like a snowman if you remove the center circle. No, he's like he's a snowman. The, he's he, just he, the big. He's circle just the bottom the circle. Oh yeah, yeah, right. No, he's got the head. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it's uh, that's yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll move back to NXT when it doesn't work out because apparently they've turned him into a sex pervert or something. <laughs> I mean, he was always talking about coming. Yeah, but not like 
That's like he a fun yelled, sex positive. He yelled at Alexa Bliss, I'm coming. Oh, that's fun. But like, <laughs> I thought he was like talking about how she's like a pretty lady or whatever. I, I think that I think that he yelled that without the implicit. It wasn't like a cat call or anything. Yeah, no, he was yelling it like, oh, I'm wrestling because then he saw he saw Alexa Bliss and he did the like, you know, looney tunes you see a hot lady and then you hit yourself in the head with a hammer six times because you're so like okay overcome with you know he, yeah. he just devolved he but devolved my, further than what otis dosovich usually is but my question is paul Heyman was there too how come he wasn't going nuts for paul Heyman? yeah you would think that they would have more similarities <laughs> as two completely round men yeah no, so I, I don't know. So whatever. When that doesn't work out, unless it got over, I don't know. Maybe it did. Um, so hold on, hold on. We completely deviated from your no, no, because I was I was using oh, that yeah, to yeah. say like he could come back. That's like true. that's the idea is that they can just move around. And part of that was because of the success of that first uh, UK takeover. Like, I still they haven't were, seen it. They but were I've lo- seen well, we can't see it because it's not, we don't have the network. I mean, I was just gonna torrent it. Well, when you do, let me know, because okay. I'll watch it. Well, you know, we're going to hang out right after this, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, if you're going to torrent it, I mean, and you get a slower internet connection or something, then it's going to take a long time. I'm just saying. It, I'm around. It'll be fine. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, that was, I mean, like, it was supposed to be so great. And, okay, but, and but. It's sort of given rise to this thought, and, you know, we kind of knew it was maybe coming. Morrow keeps calling it the black and yellow brand. You know, Triple H has said stuff like maybe people don't need to leave NXT, and then we leave, and then we lose Oscar and stuff right away. So it's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. not true. But you know, Vince it, it might be true. flexing his muscles after his shitty son-in-law. Like, yeah, but I don't know. It 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 might be true. It's like in a mafia movie where, like, you know, if somebody's like, oh, I don't think the Don is doing the best work. Maybe maybe our crew could be the best crew, and then like. Oh, you're going to be the one that gets shot next. Yeah. No, it makes Whoops, sense. Sorry. But I mean, like, Triple H is still alive, so oh, yeah, it yeah, could yeah. still happen. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, it it brought up this whole thing in my mind where I was just like, wow, what is NXT for real? Because but, is, is it now finally going to turn into a real brand? Because they'd have to stop just being at full sale, right? Well, they've started doing, uh, like, mini tours. But the weird thing is that those mini tours, except when they went to Atlanta, they haven't been televising them. I think that that's going to be probably the next big step. Yeah. When they start televising those tours, then it's like, okay, they're about to just be their own fucking thing. Yeah. And then for the past two weeks, I don't know if you've noticed, but they've been bringing up Evolve a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Street Profits are the Evolve Tag Team Champions and... uh. Fabian Eichner shows up with his weird pa- tag partner shtick, which is that was I loved that stupid very f- team. Fun, but like very weird. And then it was just like, well, he's the evolved champ, and they brought it up, and I was like, oh, so they're bringing. Stuff I want to. I want to talk about about oh, no. Fabian Eichner. Later. We're gonna get a chance. Yeah, we're gonna talk about all that stuff. Okay, but, but my thought was like this whole thing. What's NXT? I mean. That's crazy to but me. But here's the thing. They're so you bringing said, up other brands. They're doing this stuff. 
Like what? What? What could? Like, is this really turning into something bigger? So you said that some unsourced quote from Triple H that he like was trying to bring back the territory system. Maybe, but I think he said territory. Here's the thing: if they do that, then it's going to be the like disney village version of the territory system because they own all of the territories yeah but at the same which is very it's very interesting that they're trying to like recreate this like perceived probably you know glory era of wrestling but where they have control of all of the things that made it good in the first place which was like competition and people bouncing around and people stealing other companies belts and shit like that's all the cool shit and they're like yeah but it's gonna be all us but yeah no so i i don't know like that it's just very weird i don't know are they are they they might be trying to do something or they might just say we're not getting everybody and there are those guys that like new japan and like maybe we can bring them in and ring of honor and maybe we can bring them in if Instead of the plan being just grab all their guys and shove them in their face and be like, look, you like these guys that because that doesn't work because then we can't sell them to everybody else. What if we just change like what if we just do a whole different thing and just emulate these guys, but only on a small scale and then we can get those guys There's a small market share. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this. I feel like kind of in passing before, but yeah. like. I think that one of the reasons that we were so scared that they were getting all of these people was mm-hmm. because we were like, oh, no, NXT is going to become bloated. Yeah. And the thing that makes the main roster suck beyond the political shit and, you know, yeah. having Alexa Bliss topless or whatever. Oh, I didn't even hear about that either. Yeah. Was that with Otis Dozovich, too? That is was, that why that they think he's like a pervo? segment before that where a guy brought her coffee while she was getting ready for her segment and she didn't have a top on like oh great it's 1997 again that's a very divas thing to do yeah that's very divas what the fuck the only thing that would be better is if he got kicked out of the locker room and then it was revealed that it was like all a dream sequence or something well because then they were just like oh yeah it's a dream (laughs) there's no real cameras to be fair the only thing that would be better would be anything else. Well, everything would be better, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay, anyway, so anyway. so Otis was not involved in that then. But besides okay. besides the horrible political and cultural shit, the stuff that makes the main roster unwatchable is that it's so bloated. There's and they too many. Don't games. know what to do with all this shit. Yeah, and they have too much time. And it's like, I think that we've said on the podcast definitely in person like oh no are they bringing so many people in that they're gonna make this a two-hour show and then it's gonna be like it's gonna have down moments yeah where there's nothing happening it's all of a sudden you're realizing that you can't have two hours of wrestling straight um because you're not wrestle kingdom and instead you can have like well, and also wrestle kingdom only does it once yeah a once a year, year. that's why yeah. wrestle kingdom does five hours straight of wrestling but you can do it because it's once a year this is like 
oh, we have so many people we need a two-hour show, but we can't have them wrestle for most of it because wrestling will get old. So we have to have them stand around and backstage and look at a camera dis- in three-quarter view. <laughs> like Their bodies will disintegrate in front of us if we have them wrestle every single week. They're not concerned with that, Tristan. I think that they're concerned- There's always more. They're concerned with that in a, like, my investment way tristan there are always 14 year old kids in new jersey throwing themselves (laughs) off of things you can very easily get a new jeff hardy all right it's fine you can get one he can you can break this one and we'll get you a new one (laughs) i'm just saying it's 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 probably yeah we were worried about that but i don't know if that's actually what's going to happen now they might just make like NXT China, NXT Brazil, et cetera, et cetera, and just throw them all over the world. Yeah. So that that's what happens. If they do that, I still think that I would probably have a problem with that, but I'm guessing it would be better for both the wrestlers and the product. I yeah. then then I get into the like, you know, then it's a My, global monopoly, yeah, blah, exactly. blah, blah, blah. I start, I, except, I start being an annoying, you know. Except it is already a global monopoly, which is a problem, because if they wanted to open shit up in Japan, they could do it in a heartbeat. They have enough money to fucking go crazy. Oh, yeah. So, like, it really is already that way. We just kind of have to hope that when I mean, they start doing it, it's not going to just if they, suck if so bad. If they do it. There is going to be an NXT Japan. Fuck yeah. So that's what NXT is, maybe. We still don't know. But it could be much bigger than what we're thinking. And then we'll we'll loop back to you next month yeah, about what NXT is. And then the point of my the point of this whole thing was Tristan, are you nervous that there might be another podcast that comes out that's just about NXT? Why? Because then they're gonna be better than us because like anything's better than this podcast. <laughs> Um, actually... No, don't tell me there is one. I would like... Sorry, give me one second. Okay. I would like to draw attention to something I discovered. Uh Uh-oh. It is not... It is not another podcast named What's NXT. But it is proof that we are not horrible. What does that mean? Oh, you. The you Brazilian found... Million on iTunes says, fun show, rates us five stars, and their comment is, great show and a good listen. So there you go. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're we, really good. We Guys, have an average of five stars. Technically, we have an Shit. average of, we have not received enough ratings to display an average for this podcast, but Woo. that's bullshit. We have one five star rating. Don't rate our podcast. We have a perfect rating. Yeah. Right oh, guys, we got a 100% score. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got a five-star frog splash, motherfuckers. That's it, baby. Okay, never Dave mind. Dave Meltzer rates our podcast five stars. Yeah, baby. Uh, all we got to do is do a show at Wrestle Kingdom, and then uh, he'll rate us eight stars. Thank you to the Brazilian Million. Yeah, thanks, Brazilian Million. You're the man. We're like over six months late on that. No, we're not. We're, yeah, we are. Okay, thank you.
Um, that's awesome. So never mind. We're really good. Guys, we're a great podcast. Bring it on, other podcasts. There's no way you're as good as us about talking about NXT. Now let's talk about Sabatelli and Moss. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought that we were going to talk. Hold on one second. I thought that we were going to talk about the most important new tag team debuting in NXT. Sabatelli and Moss? The Mac Brothers. The Mac Brothers? Isn't that what their name was? Who's the Mac Brothers? They were those uh, Ramones. The Greaser dudes? The Ramones. The Metro Brothers? (laughs) They're the Metro Brothers. They were the Metro Brothers? Yeah. You know what was great about that match? They sucked? Not only did they suck, but they were the jobbers that the Street Profits first beat. Really? When the Street Profits showed up after their big thing and they did all the Snapchat shit. And then we were like, who are these guys? And the first time they get in the <laughs> ring, they beat these guys up. And it's the same two guys. And they were still wearing the greaser outfits. So I don't know what the fuck they were trying to pull with this stupid thing. But it was really okay, dumb. This this might be in complete contradiction to how I felt over a year ago the last time we saw the Metro Brothers. I could have sworn it was the Mac Brothers, but the Metro Brothers. Um I fucking hate their getup. <laughs> well, that's because it's different now. They came out in leather jackets and sunglasses before they just came out looking like guys from the movie Grease. So here's the thing. I think one of them should have had a cigarette rolled up in his sleeve, and I think that would have been great. I think I think that... Because I've talked before about how I like guys in boots and jeans wrestling because it gives them that like shit kicker look right yeah but these guys are not supposed to be shit kickers these guys are supposed to be complete losers and also they're wearing tucked in white t-shirts well they're 50s greasers yeah it looks like they're gonna start snapping and like doing acapella songs trained by the dudley boys really yes moro brought it up okay and I think well, he brought it up them. the first time a year ago, too. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is a horrible gimmick. I mean, I feel like I would like the gimmick if they leaned into it a bit more. But they're just I think dressed that like greasers. I think that they were I think they're leaning out of it because I think the first time they were leaned into it too far. We never saw them for a year. Chris Metro is one of their names, and the other one doesn't get a name because he's not in the match long enough. Like, what the hell? Like, why why did we get them twice doing the exact same thing? And not and and because it was the same thing. And I guess it was to highlight the difference because I I did have this written down as a cool thing for us to talk about. The Street Profits potential implosion. Oh, no, why? Because he knocked him down? Uh, that's not the only thing. You didn't notice last week's promo where Montez Ford said, Wow, man, you said four whole syllables. Four syllables, all right, four syllables. And he was making fun of him because he's stupid. I think he And was, then this week... I think he was more making fun of him because Angelo Dawkins doesn't ever talk, and he's finally... Almost cutting a good promo. I think that they're doing the slow burn getting mad. Oh, yeah? I think Angelo Dawkins is getting mad at Montez Ford for saying he's a big, fat dummy. I think it's happening. Get ready, guys. I I was right about Johnny Gargano. You were right. We were. We were. Taking all the fucking credit. 
<sighs> well, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I definitely had like there's some strong Lenny and George <laughs> vibes right now on the Street Profits. I I don't know what to think about it. I I like it. I like Montez Ford's new flashy, stylish street talk look. It's very um. He looks like a character from uh, that pirate anime everybody loves because he's wearing that weird hat. One Piece? Yeah. yeah. Yes, One Piece. He looks like the One Piece guy with that hat. Yeah. Except for the fact that he's wearing like a jacket, a suit I, jacket. I would have gone more with like Amish Preacher. He looks like he's an extra Amish in preacher. like Children of the Corn. You yeah, know? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but a weird look and literally, it's good. Literally, they did the he doesn't know his own strength shit with Angelo Dawkins like he's of mice and men where they're slapping each other on the chest to get them hyped up and then he slaps too hard and Montez Ford goes flying. I had the benefit of uh watching this segment of last of this week's uh NXT while I was eating so I kind of missed it when he knocked him down so I watched it over again cuz I was like what the fuck was that all about? And he had a nasty look on his face. I think he because he was getting like psyched up. You he had a nasty look, like he was mad. Okay. I don't know. You should watch it again. I think it's gonna happen. Well, but you it know, might not because tag they just... team tag team implodes is like the easiest bet to make in WWE. I'm so. not trying to make a bet. I'm trying to say I think they're actually trying to slow burn us on this one because I think that they're leaving little clues every week, like. Yes, but what I'm saying is they do that with every tag team, and then... No, they leave giant, gaping, huge clues <laughs> that are, like, gigantic, and they make you go, well, he's going to turn, and then they don't turn them because they fuck up their plans. And then all of a sudden, they turn them, like, three weeks later, and you're like, it's too late. That's what they do. They're just kind of hoping it's not going to be like that. I don't know. I'd like to see this one take, like, four months. I'd like them to get the belts, and then Dawkins turns on him. That's what I'd like. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that'd be good fun. Good booking, huh? Yeah. Because then they can't even defend. Then they go to defend, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't want to defend with that guy there. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Yeah, it'd be fun. I like the idea. But anyway, we'll see it. We'll see it. It might happen. It might not. But that's those guys. Um, it, it Also, there's a lot of evidence towards pointing towards that not happening, because as soon as they beat um the Dumb Dumb Metro Brothers, Forgotten Sons is back. And I'm only bringing it up because they had a great. We had a. There was such a good chant. That oh left, yeah. We forgot you. <laughs> there, there, there was another they are. one. There, what was the other one? The other one was like, um, "Stay forgotten." Yeah, there was just a lot of fun wordplay from there, the there crowd. There were there were a couple of people putting in major work in the audience to be like, "How can we?" Because every once in a while they would just go to "You suck," because like yeah. you need the "You sucks" to give somebody time enough. To yeah, go. yeah. Oh, here's a new chant we could do. So this is like fun, but also bad because this is like where, <laughs> this is where, this is where they're finally they're going like, well, we're gonna book them, we'll book them real good, we'll book them real good and get a lot of heat on them so that everybody wants to see them get their asses beat, which I do want to see that happen. But then that means I have to watch more Forgotten Sons, and they're so boring. Well, they're so boring. I got up and refilled my fucking plate while they were beating up the Street Profits. <laughs> I can't watch their matches. I can't. They're boring. Just shave the beards and get a different gimmick and, like, talk. At least they got, new, they got oh. new vests, which Don't are almost good. Don't do the bug good. eyes. Like, what the hell? 
they got new vests, which are almost good. But I do think that it, it, they're doing a, the Faustian bargain that WWE loves to do, which is like, this tag team is super over. Should we maybe put the belt on them? No, we can use them to get over this other tag team everybody hates and not in a fun way. People yeah. legitimately hate this other tag team, so we'll feed the cool tag team to the lame tag team, and then we'll have two cool tag teams. And every single time you end up with two lame tag teams. Yeah, it just doesn't work. If, if the Street Profits can do all that cool shit and Angelo Dawkins can be, like, super strong and smash guys and, like, knock his partner around un- unknowingly, and then, like, the, the Forgotten Sons were so boring just coming and beat them up. It's like, that's so stupid. One, one, that one that thing minimizes that, the Street Profits. One thing that I actually did like, though, is Montez Ford, you know, he's, like, he's like uh, uh, acrobatic and and fast and agile but he's not the biggest guy in the world so one of the forgotten sons starts fighting him and they're kind of like like trading blows it then cuts to angelo dawkins just destroying the other forgotten son and then the third one has to show up and be like oh i guess we have to to two-man this guy yeah yeah because angelo dawkins is the big cool tough guy of the yeah. group now yeah, I get it. I I like that. I just I just feel like it's just gonna make them look lame. Listen, I'm and not. We finally got them not looking so weird and comedy wrestlery. Finally, and now we're putting them with they the junkyard the, crew. Yeah, and they had that fun like doors promo where they just kept like trying all these doors, <laughs> and trying... I was pretty sure that they didn't know which doors were actually locked at one point because they were, they were just trying like... to open doors. In a mini mall, clearly in Florida. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was really fun. I, I don't know. They're opening doors in 2019. Yeah, it's good. I love it. When but, you said the doors promo, I am such a fucking lame one that my first thought was like Morrison. Like I'm playing the. I'm gonna be playing the fucking light my fire organ behind you right now. <laughs> No, you can't do it behind me. You've got to clip out uh, Montez Ford doing his weird 2019 rap that he did and then put the organ behind that. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. That was very weird, but it was something. I mean, it was something. It, it definitely was something. And now the Forgotten Sons have a push and it's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to totally tank the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, one of the tag teams, apparently the whole thing is because they didn't say Forgotten Sons in their promo. And that's why the Forgotten Sons are mad, because they forgot about them. Which oh. I do kind of like the idea that it's just a literal gimmick, and that they're <laughs> just really mad that like people keep forgetting about them. And that if you just start walking around and you like you're handing out Christmas presents... And you don't give a Christmas present to the Forgotten Sons, they'll they'll like start a six month feud with you. Um, but then again, we loop back to why does their theme music say "Do unto others"? That, they're, they're, well, they shouldn't they shouldn't be fighting with the Street Profits. They should be cutting a bunch of promos where they're like, "We'll wrestle anyone." The War Raiders, Undisputed Era. That's it. <laughs> Oni Lorkin and Dunn or. Uh, Birch, yeah, Birch, Birch and Lorkin, 
Blowing you know, torch. you know, all of the tag teams. Yeah. No, I was going to bring up one of the fun things. That Just happened. get really passive aggressive. One of the fun things, I don't know if Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch got mentioned by the Street Profits, but the Street Profits mentioned Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo. That was pretty funny to hear them get mentioned and not forgotten. So, and so I guess that's probably why they're so mad. <laughs> but Although, then it sucked because Umberto got fed Yeah, he's a, singles, to, he's a singles guy now. I don't think that he's a singles he's guy. He's not. He's not. I would hope not, but he got fed to Bug Eyes. Honestly, he got fed to Bug Eyes, but you're talking about the fight where he fought, what's his face? Jackson Riker? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's fine, and he looked lame, but, I mean, look what he did do this week, where he made Johnny Gargano look like a fucking idiot in the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Yeah, because I... Uh, no, he I... also, I think Humberto did fight Jackson Riker okay. as well, okay. because he looked way cooler than Jackson Riker <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. fight. I'm trying to remember all the times well, that I've been eating cool... while I'm watching NXT, <laughs> and I can kind of... I can kind of remember the the do unto others boys matches. I was by having a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, and, I was like, uh, oh, man, I'm pretty sure it was like curry lentils or something. And I'm like, got up to get another bowl of it. And then Humberto did something cool. So I turned around and watched a little bit. And then I just, mm, he got caught out of the air or something. So I turned away. I like that he does the, uh, when he enters, he does the, um, uh, the the thing with the with his weird like tearaway chaps or whatever. Yeah, that's fun. He's got a cool look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got a cool he look. He comes and... he comes out in like Jinko's chaps and then takes them off and is just a normal looking wrestler. Yeah. He's he's uh I I think that there's a lot there because he was able to win the crowd so well in that match that I think it kind of gave him a bit a bit of a push himself. Because everybody, people were cheering for him towards the towards the end. There, they loved him, and they loved him versus Johnny. Who, I mean, I shouldn't have brought this up now because this one we could talk about forever. Why do people still think he's? Nigel said it. Nigel actually said it. He was like, for some reason, everyone's still behind him. And what the fuck? What the hell happened? NXT guy, who's supposed to be the moral compass, loves Johnny. I have Gargano. never believed that. He loves Johnny Gargano. He only he only cheers for the faces and he boos the heels. And he loves Johnny Gargano. And he was at the All Elite Wrestling thing. Did you see that? What the hell? Well, was in What's going on, NXT guy? All, I, I'm gonna. I'm about all, to just. All, all of the full sale people just have complete dominion over Florida. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to call him full sale guy now, right? Because he's not an NXT guy anymore. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking turning traitor over here. Um, Johnny Gargano is not a hero. I'm sorry. You know what? Why don't, why don't you know we, what? what? At me. Enemy of both. <laughs> Do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Do right. Yeah. Um, get up my engagement. Uh, before we talk about Johnny Gargano and the men's division, why don't we wrap up the tag? Yeah. Because really, the only other thing going on... Is the War Raiders in the Undisputed Area. The War Raiders <laughs> burnt a couple of chairs the other day. Yeah, the War Raiders gave a really weird promo that started out looking pretty cool, and then it went, 
You know, you're always supposed to be like, my opponent is incredibly strong and powerful. Did you see what he did last night? What a what a real competitor. But I am going to show you that there's no one on earth quite like me, and I'm going to destroy him. Right? Okay? But, like, they were like, we respect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have done so much for the division. You ran the whole thing. But now your era is over, and it's like, that's. but you just... You put them over so much. Well, and, and also, <laughs> why? Why are you putting them? Are you gonna lose? <laughs> you know, you know, if it was, if if they were, a good thing to throw in there, considering they're Vikings, would be like, you know, do some like mystical Viking soothsayer shit and be like, you've ruled this far, uh, but now your era is over. It's like foretold in the stars. Instead, they were just like. But now we're going to win because we're two big, cool dudes. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's a little weird that they both said we respect you, like, <laughs> yes, so much. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's insane. That, that because really that's also to me. That's also, the word respect was used, and it was like, but they're bad guys, and they cheat. You should have been like, you're really cunning, and I can appreciate that. Or, like, or like, we respect your skill, but you're, like... yeah shitheads yeah or it's like you know all that careful planning and plotting will only take you so far eventually you're gonna reach the the point of the mountain or whatever and that's us and it's like yeah that makes sense but like we respect you (laughs) i i wish i was at the takeover so i could start a we respect you (laughs) chant because that is just there's too much there's just the right amount of syllables too you you really fucked up dude you fucked up bad because it's a terrible thing to say if, it's if if you were face and they were face and then you wanted to like have a face versus face championship match that would be great. You could reach yeah, out and yeah, shake yeah. hands. These guys broke your knee with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Um if next week right before takeover Roderick Strong doesn't cut a two sentence promo that's just him going you respect us and then making a shitty face. Yeah. No, it'd be, be better. It's, they're delivering the promo and Adam Cole's in the middle of saying something really cheesy. And then Roger Chong goes over and says, Adam, Adam, they respect us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely latched on to uh, the weird use of respect as well, but. It was also about two minutes too long. What? That that what? didn't that wasn't the thing that was burnt into my memory because the thing that was burnt into my memory was they have this this funeral pyre, yeah. And then right at the end, you see what's on top of it, and it's the two steel chairs from War Games that just have the Undisputed Era logo spray painted on them. Yeah, and then they light it on fire, and I'm sitting here going. But that isn't going to do anything to the chair. Yeah, no, the chair's fine. You could have. You're gotten... probably you're probably going to have to get. I was just imagining them walking away in a ton of like, you know, assistant Fumes. guys. No, like a ton of like production assistants running out and just spraying it down with <laughs> like fire extinguishers. <laughs> it got really, it got really, it got really big. You know, um, here's something you could have done. Smash the chairs. Gone out and bought. A training mannequin. Put an Undisputed Era t-shirt on it. 
and then kind of stuck some straw in there so it looked kind of more like you made yeah. the mannequin yeah, 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 yeah. store bought. That would both a burn really well, and it would kind of be an effigy of the people. It would seem really tough. You could put it on a rowboat and set it out to sea and light it on fire, <laughs> and then that would be really Viking style. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause this isn't really a Viking thing. Well, I mean, no, it is no, because traditionally, actually, they were buried in their boats, and then a pyre was lit for them. Yeah, but you see, the burning. You're gonna thing. know that because yeah. you probably read about that shit, but like. That doesn't read Viking to anybody, you know. I took an undergrad course about it. Well, congratulations. You've alienated yourself from the average <laughs> wrestling viewer by several degrees. There is absolutely no way someone who just watches wrestling will know that. So anyway. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean like I just thought that the choice of the chairs was so like it's stupid. The burning it... Just burn the t-shirts. Yeah, like burn their merch. But what I'm saying is put up two two mannequins with the shirts on it, and then it's like you're burning them in effigy. That would look like you're out to kill them. Burning the chairs is like, what kind of fucking metaphorical message is that sending? Like, oh, we hate the chairs. Don't use the chairs. If you come out with kendo sticks, that's fine. But we don't want to see these fucking chairs. Like, it just doesn't. No, it's not. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I think they didn't want to burn effigies of them because, number one, it's kind of. It's a little violent. Number two, I think they just respect them too much. (laughs) I'm glad that that you got me with a joke there because I was about to say it's too violent. It's wrestling. It's a setup, baby. No, I know. I know. But like. We respect you. And they said it like that. Yeah. We respect you. It was like a a dead center close-up shot of Roe who said. We respect you. And then like a faded from Hanson was like respect or whatever. It's like who knows what the fuck. It was it was insane. It was insane. I get that if you're fighting the rock, but these guys <laughs> cheat every single match. <laughs> yeah. Adam Cole weighs five pounds and he's got a giant melon head. <laughs> you're gonna lose. They're gonna lose, right? I mean, they, it really deflates I mean, more Raiders if they don't win. I think they're going to lose, though. They're going to go to the UK or something. <laughs> they're going to lose. There's they're going to no go way. back to NXT Japan, yeah. a.k.a. the NJPW Dojo. <laughs> yeah, they're back to the black tights and boots. <laughs> you couldn't even beat up Adam Cole. <laughs> I don't know. So, so that's yeah. the tag teams. Yeah, that's the tag teams. Very fun, weird shit going on in the tag team division. And haven't, uh, haven't and people seen, hated Sabatelli and Moss. Haven't seen uh, Bloney Dorch in a while. No, I know, but they're but they're gonna be fine. When yeah. they come back, it's gonna be awesome because they're just they're really killer and they're having a great time. I think they're just waiting for the belt to change hands or for the belt to do something so that they could bring them in. Because right now they're not really viable competitors. They can't beat the Undisputed Era because the Undisputed Era will cheat too much and they're just too good. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So that's the one minute of actual analysis for the (laughs) the division. (laughs) 
So uh, what next? Men's division or women's division? Men's division or women's division? Men's. All right, men's first. Johnny Gargano skips to the ring, and it's great. <laughs> he also, um, even though he's clearly a heel now, uh, is telegraphing still that he's almost a heel because at the end of his match, he takes he takes somebody's uh, sign from the audience and looks at it, and you think he's gonna do a Champa. It says it says Johnny freaking wrestling. Yeah. And you think he's gonna do a Champa, rip it up, but he just stares at it for about a minute and a half before it cuts to commercial. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's very like... weird. I think, by the way, I think that I, I I've got a new analysis for him. Okay. I think that he's TV heel. I think that he's reminding the rest of the world that we're not really big fans of Florida because he comes out and everyone in Florida (laughs) loves him. They think he's just the best, but he's clearly a super villain that was getting booed like crazy for beating the shit out of Ricochet unprovoked last week. Oh yeah. 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 What the hell doing exactly what Champa said he was going to do. And everybody's like, boo. And then like next week, Beautiful baby-faced Umberto Carrillo comes out, and they're still like, "Yeah, Johnny, kill him!" And it takes it takes a while for Umberto to win him over. Um. So yeah. So maybe we're just supposed to hate Florida now. Maybe Florida's the heel. I mean that that's always an option. Um. I also think that maybe there's some kind of like memory sickness. At full sale, <laughs> or maybe they're shooting them out of order. <laughs> maybe that would be very funny if they were fucking with people. <laughs> if they had, if they had the the Humberto match before, like way before any of this shit. Before, well, I, not even way before, but just before the steel cage match where Champa comes in and they do their old finisher to Ricochet. I feel like if you that was Alistair Black. Oh, yeah, that was, was, yeah, that was, that was Alistair, Alistair Black. Black. That, you got to remember, there's like been two or three weeks in a row where he's just being beating up baby faces. And, and not only that, and get, openly okay with Ciampa. Yeah, just like colluding and with Ciampa and doing whatever. Every single time, the next time something happens, everybody's like, Oh, Johnny Gargano's back. Yeah, I love that guy. There was a couple of Johnny Failure chants, they, but it was like, that was just, that's, Johnny Failure's a, a holdover from the Dream feud. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they should just be like, you know, boo, just boo him. Well, I mean, that, that also says a lot about just how fucking charismatic the Dream is. Oh, yeah. But, um, because nobody else has really pegged him as well as that. Because he's no longer Johnny Failure, but if you think about what am I going to chant against him to rile him up as a heel, it's probably still Johnny Failure. Yeah. He's actually doing a good job now. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just winning. Doing... And according to him, that's what success is all about. Wins and championships. Which is... True. And the heel thing to say. Yeah. Baby faces don't say that shit. Yeah, baby faces say even that... when they're on a winning streak, they're like, "It could end tomorrow." But the point is that I'm trying my hardest. Well, I'm, I'm doing it for you guys, yeah, the yeah. fans. That's why he he still kind of says that. I think, I think they just need to have him just do something really bad, like, like, 
he should break someone's dad's sunglasses or something I mean, and then be like, I did that for you guys. You know what would do it? Yeah. I bet if he, I mean, there's no way that they would do this. But you have him over here, Moro, doubt how good he is and have him slap Moro. Mm. And I bet most people would be like, ah. Well, I, you know, Champa and Moro have a thing going on. But maybe, Where but Champa maybe, threw something at Moro. Who last the fuck time. knows? Because the audience apparently has memento disease, and they're yeah, gonna they're, see Moro get slapped and be like, "I hate that man." And then Moro. the next time he comes out, they're gonna be like, oh, "Johnny Wrestling." Yeah, Moro. I hear he's a taxifator and he's killed an orphan in his car. <laughs> yeah, like you never know. The, I the think audience, Johnny the Gargano. Audience. What the hell? Like he's the prime. The guy that's got to stay on NXT. Yeah. The audience snaps to holding a Polaroid of Moro with he's the one. And Johnny Gargano's like, you see that that Polaroid? Yeah. I you know, actually, he's the bad guy. I'm, the, I'm still the good guy. I'm I, your friend. I didn't actually watch the movie, but I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, but anyhow, yeah. So you Johnny Gargano is the guy. That should stay on NXT forever. Because there's no way. We've talked about this before. There's no way he succeeds on like yeah. Raw or SmackDown. But like they love him on NXT. They can't get enough of him on NXT. Yeah, the Slingshot DDT is pretty cool. <laughs> the Slingshot DDT is pretty cool. I am a big DDT fan. So You know what I'm not a big fan of? Mm. The lawn dart. The lawn dart always looks really nasty. And not nasty in the good way. No, I, I feel it's like a, you're really going to get hurt one day doing it, and it doesn't even look that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like you're just... Because you have to actually take the pad to the face to make it look good. Yeah. Like, you can't just put your hands in front of your face. Well, no, no, no. They don't take the pad to the face. They do the shoulder into the... into the. Um, oh, well, turnbuckle. Humberto took the pad right to the face. Well, that's good. Humberto is a, a real worker. I like him. I oh, think yeah. he's a real solid worker. I think that Johnny was too slow to catch his like back falling backwards elbows and stuff. Like Jed, Johnny looked a little unnatural in that match, but whatever. That's my that's my opinion. I think Humberto is the future, and Raul Mendoza. And and, and how many times we're did not I say, supposed to be doing real wrestling criticism here? We're supposed right, to be talking right. shit. But but remember how many times I said that I liked Raul Mendoza, and oh, I want yeah. and and Bononi Cesar Bononi kept stealing his spotlight, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And now look, they're finally fixing the mistake because Cesar Bononi's nowhere to be found. We 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 see that but that bald beard guy that's his partner or whatever. Oh yeah, Jowd. Oh yeah, the, the 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 guy that the they capoeira said, guy. Or yeah, whatever. they kept saying that he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I was like, no, that's capoeira. That's well, he capoeira. might do both. I mean, he he probably does both, but I just like he's jumping around the ring like like you know a break dancer, and they're like, he loves his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he's like, a real MMA champion. <laughs> Can you talk about the thing he's doing right now? Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that, that would but be that fun. guy. That guy is good commentary. There. Yeah, that would be fun. It would be. <laughs> Don't disagree. <laughs> Bad commentary could be fun too. I mean, you're a big Lanny Poffo fan. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, I, I, it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. So Benoni is gone now. Um, but but Brown Mendoza, yes, good. 
I'm happy. You know who they... Uh, and Humberto looks great and finally is getting pops and stuff, and I love that. You know who they brought in to fill the Benoni hole? Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Don, Donovan, nay, Dominic. Dijak, nay, Dijakovic, nay, Dijakovic. Like, they have been changing this guy's name. Can I just and 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 here's the thing. Just stick with Dijak. Yeah, was it? Let me just ask you a question. I think I already know the answer. Was he cooler when his name was Dijak? Yes, right. Yes. I mean, like, he's gotten lamer because his name is Dijak Dijakovic, right? No, they they were gonna do Dijakovic. Yeah. And then that's now also lame. Dijakovic. Okay, they're both not great. No, no, no. And I also, think Dijak is cooler. Also, they're both like Northern Eastern European, and he's of Italian and I think Croatian, they said I think. Albanian oh, or I Croatian. It was Croatian. Yeah, well, it's but okay. it's like none of those cultures have a Vic at, their, at the end of Dijak. their name. Dijak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dijak was a pretty cool name, and it kind of sounded like New Jack, which, you know, he and could also come out could, with a stapler and shit. You could say, like, he's looking real Dijacked. Yeah. Oh, baby, you're looking real jacked. Dijacked. <laughs> you're I looking real it. jacked. Dijacked. Oh, that's like double jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? What the hell? What the happened? What, what happened? I do, I do like that his whole thing is still just throwing a dude. Yeah, I mean, that's great. He says, feast your eyes, and he just picks up a guy and throws him. I mean, that's fun. And throws him in the least artful way possible. Yeah, he just kind of, like, flips him a little bit and hits him in the face with his knee or something, or just throws him. He he looks like a... a like a bail toss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was I was going to say, he looks like, you know, uh, a Victorian whale... Victorian warehouse worker throwing a sack of potatoes onto like a cart. Yeah, I mean, I like that he is he is very big. He's he's very tall. If you can say one thing about him, very big. And I think that that is really important. <laughs> you know I am that kind of guy. I do think that's very important. You don't I like, like to these see guys vanilla midgets. And- I like I like to see guys that I'm looking at them and I'm like, "Wow." I maybe wouldn't have believed he was real if I didn't see him right in my face. So I like that. And um, I like the feast your eyes thing because I will. I will feast my eyes because you are tall. But the thing is, it was kind of funny because he had to like, while he was running towards a prone uh, Jowd, he actually had to go down on one knee so he could get insecure. And it was pretty funny. I think they need to stay away from some spots because of how tall he is. Because he can go. It's like, that's kind of cool. It's cool to see that he's really athletic and he can go. And he's not like a big fat guy who's going to get winded. And he can take all these bumps and shit. Because he actually is just, he's like a real, a regular person-sized person to his size. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like proportionally, I don't know. He doesn't have a disease or whatever that makes him giant. He's just really tall. He, he, he's in really good shape, but and he, he doesn't yeah. have, like, a ton of extra muscle mass or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, he's great. Um, I like that, and I like that idea. But, like, let's – there's some spots I think can't happen. Like, when you get, like, a five foot eight guy to, like, insegurity him, <laughs> probably should never do that because he actually has to, like, kneel into it, which looks weird. Except they could also just literally watch more 
luchador wrestling where oh yeah he'll he could base where like you learn uh, how somebody that is seven feet tall can functionally pick somebody up and do an entire move to them while making it look like that guy did it to the tall guy yeah yeah he could do that i mean that's very hard yeah. And while he's learning that, maybe don't have him kneel down to get insecurity. It did kind of look like he was running at this guy to, like, kick him or whatever. And then at the last second, he kind of, like, tripped. Like, yeah. stumbled. Yeah. You, you, oh, knew exactly, you knew exactly what I was talking about, too. Like, it, there was a glint of recognition immediately. It was hard to miss. I don't know. Um, but Dijak. Dijak. I'm still going to call him Dijak because I, I feel like I'm going to hate him if I don't. I, I like him. And I like, like, the name is so stupid that even Moro has to, like, correct the other guys. Like, guys, it's not Dijakovic anymore. It's, it's We've a- been saying it wrong for a week. And it's like. And also, maybe in his promos, I forgot if he said it out loud. You pre-record this. Why don't you just re-record some of the. I know that you've done done VO after the fact a couple of times. And I almost feel like the ring announcer said Donovan Dijakovic, and then after a while, at the end of the match, it says Donovan Dijakovic. <laughs> like, I feel like they changed it mid-match. They're like, Is it possible that they changed there it? There are like eight ways to pronounce this guy's name, and we haven't heard a definitive yet. And I just like Dijak, and I don't understand. And he had a match as Dijak about two or three months ago, maybe, yeah. and it was fun and good. And also it was fine. Yeah, and he was okay being called Dijak, so what the fuck happened? I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> Alec, Alec is keeping me in suspense because he's opened up his little book where he's keeping all of the topics we need to talk about and is just looking at it. And then instead of reading the next topic, we'll just go, what the hell? Well, that's because I was talking about that. Uh, and now my other thing is going to be talking about the, the Matt Riddle mega hero push because he's like a super mega hero right now. And it's all thanks to Cassius Ono being a really goofy bad guy. And a really effective bad guy. Yeah. You know, we've talked about uh, Johnny Gargano getting booed. We've talked about a couple of people getting booed. Um, Cassius Ono punching Keith Lee in the balls got the most earnest boos I think I've ever heard from the NXT crowd. They weren't just like, boo, whoa. oh, fuck off, no whoa, way. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about all that championship where he couldn't even talk? No, but that was like, that was like. That was I'm hate. Alre- that was like not. I'm already angry. Oh. This was like, they were watching this very fun match where they were like, yeah, Cassius Ono's a jerk. And so I'm rooting against him. But, you know, they're both like fun guys. And then he punched Keith Lee in the balls. And it seemed like everybody was like. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. What the fuck? Come yeah. on. Yeah, that was good. I, I I agree. It was it was a great real, like, real reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a real sportsmanship thing. It's like if, like, it's like in New Japan, if, like, a good guy stomps on the bad guy's head a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he does it, like, three times, it's okay. But if he does it five times. He's going a little off the reservation. Yeah, there's some disapproving uh, grunts coming from the audience. 
which is basically like somebody just shouting obscenities at you in America. I really liked I like everything that's going on here between Matt Riddle and Keith Lee's weird friendship. Yeah, that's great that they're buddies. Uh and also um Cassius Ono just being like I mean, Cassius Ono should should join the Forgotten Sons. He's the, he's the guy. Like his whole thing is an actual earnest. Like people keep overlooking me. He thing. can't join the Forgotten Sons because he's good at what he's doing, <laughs> and it's good and compelling, and it's not stupid and doesn't make any sense. I liked Moro talking about how the last time he saw Cassius Ono acting like this was with uh, was with. Um, Oh yeah, Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami. Uh I liked that a lot because it was like Yeah, we know. We never finished that storyline, but uh I guess we're doing it again, so just bear with us. Yeah, except this is good. This was a good way to do it because like I think that that Hideo Itami That would have been good if they had kept good, going yeah. and then he was also bad and then they were bad bad friends. Yeah. That would have been cool. But, you know, that was even before we were recording the podcast, I think. No, I think that that was happening. Was it? Somewhat We were talking about Hideo Itami? Because that was the first, that first takeover we went to, and I don't think that we... Oh, no, I guess we did talk about that on the pod. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows? It's too long to tell anymore. We're already five stars. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, so, it's... Yeah, but it, it is great, and I love what they're doing with Cash Sona. I think he's got a really good way of being a bad guy. He's doing old timey shit in this match. He does the cutoff. Like he believes about to do like the running springboard, whatever out the ring. And he just walks away. Anytime he's about, anytime something is getting done to him, he goes, Oh no. Like he says like, Oh, Ooh, like he makes these like wimpy shitty noises. He crawls around. It's so great. He really knows how to be a real shithead heel. And and the thing that I think got people so pissed off about him hitting the balls is I think everybody in there was like, Keith Lee's going to win, but Cassius Ono puts on great matches. So it's going to be a real five-star. Oh, no, he just punched him in the balls. Yeah. Because even even the cutoff, like the very first cutoff, was him rolling away. You knew it was like, oh shit. And then like he did another cutoff when he gets into the like Keith Lee actually has to get out and chase him around. And then when he gets back in, he just turns around. And when Keith Lee gets back in, he bops him. And then he gets a huge advantage that lasts like he gets like the cutoff that lasts a long time. And I'm like, oh my god, this is just that fucking wrestling psychology, like <laughs> the paint by numbers flowchart thing in a match. But it this works is incredible. Well. Yeah, I know, I know, but but it's so foreign to us because you don't see it so much, even on NXT. You yeah. really don't see the wrestling psychology flowchart because you see like Marcel Bartel getting his shit in, which is insane, or you see like, you know, Humberto Carrillo, like almost winning a million times when you're like what wait wait is he good or bad like because he's up against the good guy but he's the good guy but that's that's the that's the lovely thing about having a keith lee versus cassius ono match it's clear who's the good guy well but also the audience knows both of these guys fucking rock 
Yeah. So if you make Keith Lee look like an idiot, they aren't going to necessarily stop thinking Keith Lee is cool. They're just going to be like... They're going to get mad. Yeah, they're going to get mad. Yeah. Whereas if you make Umberto look like an idiot... They go, oh, I guess he's a jobber. Yeah, they they they. But nobody's gonna think Keith Lee is a jobber, so you can do fun, like interesting shit. Yeah, like, and it was great. Even the way that they started the match off, where Keith Lee outclassed Cassius Ono so much that he like shaked his, he wagged his finger at him. He like got smacked. He he got like a huge chop or a lariat or something on him. And he no sold it. It was like, oh my god. And Cassius Ono looked like he was like, oh shit, how am I gonna beat this guy? It was so great. Um, it was really good. Considering we're talking about uh, Keith Lee, Cassius Ono, and Matt, Matt Riddle, Riddle. Ooh. I've got something for you. Oh, nice. Second time in the podcast this time. Oh, is this like a fun fan interaction? Is this from Chris? I haven't been. Ah, I looked at some of Chris's stuff um, on Twitter, but I haven't. I haven't uh, seen if there's anything about Matt Riddle. We got an email Ooh. from Chris. Oh, okay. It's titled, Matt Riddle gets almost as high as RVD. And he says, what do you guys think of Riddle so far? How would you eventually turn him heel? So Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris has- He's got plans. He's got plans for Matt Riddle. When will I get my wish and see Riddle versus RVD? Okay. I hate to break your heart, but let's answer that last one first. No, I got it. (laughs) I'll I'll book it. I'll book it right now. Are you ready? Yeah. NXT Impact Split Show. Impact brings in RVD. They got Tommy Dreamer like a million times. They can get Rob Van Dam. I'm going to go They with... do it in Colorado. <laughs> Joint on a pole match. <laughs> that would be... Joint on a pole. Formal apology to Rob Van Dam from Vince McMahon on a pole match. No, that'll never happen. <laughs> no way. That's why he's still got to be on NXT when it happens. Because <laughs> it's not going to happen on Raw. It'll happen one day when like Vince like ha- is in the hospital for a couple of months because something happened. They'll go, oh, my God, it's my chance. Hunter's going to be like, it's my chance. Quick, call up the Impact guys. Vince Vince McMahon finally goes full senile, and he's just in a a care home. He thinks it's 2001. He thinks they just bought AECW. Telling, telling, telling the nurse, I once wrestled God. And she's <laughs> like, of course, Mr. McMahon. Of well, course you yeah, did. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he did. <laughs> No, that's the joke. Yeah. That this shit is so ridiculous that if somebody was still telling you about what they did, you'd be like... Yeah. And then Mick Foley was Santa Claus. And then I was Santa Claus. (laughs) And then I was pretending to be a black man with a do-rag. Ooh, yeah. That wasn't good. Yep. And then I took money from a foreign government that killed one of its citizens in an embassy. Fun times. God yeah. Damn. So yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Vince McMahon goes senile and maybe and they that's finally how get we Rob do Van Dam. It. There is going to be. It can happen. It can happen. It'll happen that way, or it'll happen because um they'll get really pissed at Matt Riddle for doing something goofy and stupid, and then um he'll maybe he'll like refuse to call it the women's evolution or something. I don't know. But then he'll like he'll get kicked out of the company and then he'll go do a Joey Janela spring break or something and they'll bring R V D on. That would be nice. Yeah, that they're definitely they could it can happen. Join on a pole match is real. It could happen. I mean I, I almost want it. Should it be bowl on a pole though? Because it's like bowl, rhymes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at the very least bong on a pole. Because a bong, bong you on could, a pole, yeah. You could bong, use that as a weapon. Yeah, bong you could really one yeah, of those take big a big glass, yeah. glass bongs. You could that take a big yo. It's a hardcore match. So you take a big <laughs> toke out of it, and then you smash it on him, and it's just like a fucking light, uh, a fluorescent yeah, yeah, light yeah, yeah, poop. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, helping with the booking, I might almost make it a a, a three way match. Bring back Toriyano. I know that he doesn't smoke pot because the Japanese they aren't all that into that. Oh but yeah. <laughs> I just love. Fucking RVD and Torriano. Yeah, it would work. He was a shooter, too. He would get along with he's, Matt. He stole the thumbs yeah, from but, RVD. Yeah, but not just that. The other thing is, he was he was a shoot fighter before he was a wrestler. So well, he could. All of, all of those fucking. Yeah, the Japanese guys I know. They were all fucking nuts. But he could. Half of the time, shoot fighter was like they were in two shoot matches that they got. Yeah, but whatever. Bloody. He could do something fun and cool he was with like Matt. A collegiate wrestler. He could do something fun and cool with Matt Riddle. Maybe yeah. he could put him in an armbar or something, and they'll be like, "Wow, I didn't know that he knew how to do that." Whatever, it's it's cute. But Matt yeah, Riddle Matt could Riddle. take the uh, turnbuckle padding off and hit him with it. Yeah, and then he could get the bong off the pole, but he could look at it like, "What the fuck am I going to do with this?" and just put it on the ground, and then the other two guys will fight over it. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Okay, I agree with your booking, but like, so, so other two other two questions. Here. So, what do we think about him so far, and how would we turn him heel? Yeah. Okay. What do I think about him so far? Is I'm actually loving. I got it. I got a great answer for the second one. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know, I totally love it. I love how they've been booking him so far because they've just been letting him just do his shtick like oh yeah so well that I've been enchanted by it. People who've been watching who are not even interested in wrestling are watching this guy come in and kick his sandals off with an aerial split and just think he's the coolest thing. Well, and he just he's just so fuck. I mean, like obviously some of it is. Not necessarily a work, but he's, like, playing up cer- certain aspects of his personality. Yeah. But all of it is just so natural. You can tell that there isn't really any acting so much as just, like, embellishment. And yeah. I think that that goes so much further in wrestling than it does in other entertainments. Where sometimes in other entertainment, when you see somebody acting natural, you're like, well, put on a show for me. But this guy... Why should he? Why would like you wouldn't want to give him a fucking gimmick? He's Giving the... him a gimmick would ruin him because his gimmick is I'm a dumb skateboard kid from Southern California who can kill you. He's the whole effing show. Oh. Yeah. This booking is really looking pretty solid. Yeah. I think it's definitely I think it's gonna happen actually. <laughs> I think there's like it's almost it's almost a done deal. I hate I hate to break both your and Chris's hearts, but it's almost never gonna happen. I think it's definitely gonna happen. Okay. Hey, David Arquette got his face ripped off. It's gonna <laughs> happen, dude. If if David Arquette can fight Nick fucking Gage, then uh 
I, I it's gonna happen, dude. The, the world is is it's getting bigger all the time, and the indie world is huge right now. So yeah, um, but I, I'm I think, loving. I think it. that we both love. Do you? Even yeah. He, he he hasn't really put on that many. That no, many because matches. because they're building him really good. They just they gave him a squash. They put him against Ono. They did the they did a a repetition of the. Tyler Bate, not, I mean the Trent Seven gag, yeah. and then they did like they turned it into a feud where they can get him over by turning Ono heel, and Ono Ono's really good at doing it. Yeah, like all the little shit, like with the with the like fist bump stuff at the end of the the match that they had, and he's like at, he knocks him out, and then he goes and does the fist bump. He's like, oh, it's like that's really good. I think that they're handling it really well, and that he's coming off looking wonderful. And the only thing that they can't really do anything about, um, and you really can't, is that he gets so red and so sweaty. <laughs> he just turns into a fucking beat. Like, he he is too red. Like, I don't know. You, like, you, he's you a think top, of that as a negative. Because a, I think of that. He's a top NXT guy. I don't see him as a top SmackDown guy or a Raw guy because he well, gets he so red and sweaty. Because he's so red. Yeah, but I don't know. He just gets so red and sweaty. He's basically... I mean, he always says he wants to fight and retire Brock Lesnar. I don't know if we could do that because I don't think we'll be able to tell them apart. They'll just turn into one red blob whenever no. they're grappling. One of them has long hair. One of them has short hair. But they're going to be touching. And where they touch, it's going to look like one thing. I, th- I think Actually, that- no, that's not true because Brock gets pinkish purple. Brock gets really gross looking when he gets red. It's Brock, Brock, scary gross. Brock has never seen or felt the sun. It's whereas, gross. Whereas Matt like, Riddle yeah. has at least somewhat of a tan. Brock looks like he has an eternal bruise all over his body whenever he gets red. And it's gross. It's that isn't very... a tattoo on his chest. That's just how the veins bruise. Yeah, that's it's really nasty. It's nasty looking. But Brock is Brock. By the way, I said this last episode, and I'm going to say it again, just because I'm sure he's doing something that's pissing people off. I like Brock. I think he's a great champ. Fuck all you. <laughs> Alec literally just pointed to no one. I pointed out the window and I waved my arm because <laughs> I'm talking about every other human being on the planet. You, I think, maybe like him, so I'm not going to say anything about it with you because I'm not sure. Uh, I, I. Don't like him in kayfabe, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, it makes that does make sense. In kayfabe, I'm very pissed off that he never shows up. Right. Not in kayfabe. I think it's very funny that he sometimes shows up and reads a magazine. I think he's kind of like he's kind of like the final boss. Like you have to get there first. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's awesome. I love it. But yeah, okay. So, but we're we're getting off the topic of Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, loving him. You're loving him. Yeah. How would we're you take him heel? How do we turn him heel? This is very difficult because... I, I can do it. I can do it in two words. Okay. Tell me about it. Straight edge. No. No? No. I don't think it works. Why not? Because straight edges can be... Okay, first off, that was a CM Punk thing. And I thought CM Punk was a loser. I'm sorry, guys. All of you... I'm doing it again. I'm pointing out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you are wrong. CM Punk's a loser. And um, I don't care that he changed the face of wrestling forever. Guess what? So did Brock Lesnar. And um, I, I will say that that happened. I mean, Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. Yeah. Well, nobody's beaten The Undertaker ever before. 
aside from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I don't think the Undertaker's ever lost them. I don't even think the Undertaker's even fought anybody other than Brock Lesnar, right? <laughs> the eternal battle <laughs> yeah. of Undertaker <laughs> and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Hell when, in a Cell, 1987 or whatever it when, was. When we look what back. Was it? it wasn't Hell in a Cell, was it? I forget when he first came out because I was probably not watching wrestling because I was probably an infant. When we look back at you know these ancient sea scrolls, these drawings of two completely white blobs yeah. fighting, but one has a black hat on. Yeah, that's it. The ancient Sumerian texts. The Gnostics believed that the Godhead fragmented into two parts, the Brock and the Undertaker. Yeah, the Brock is the mouth part. <laughs> Very good. So I don't know if the straight edge thing will work because the straight edge thing, because he could still be a goofy loser, like dumb airhead straight edge. He could just get really into like music and he could be like, hey, guys, I just love like uh, Kool-Aid and shit. And like okay, and then all of a sudden, a, but he's a, still a super baby a face or a face thing. Uh, yeah, I know. But I just feel like I mean, I mean, imagine if he came out and was like. Guys, I just want to tell you. Say no to drugs. I'm no longer doing drugs, and neither should you. You know, you've got to take care of your body. Basically, what I mean is anti-drug current Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I know. That's the other thing I was going to bring up is that that's already happening with Daniel Bryan. I don't know if I would do it. There is, hypothetically, I could see where it might work, but I, I think there's another way. But it's okay. very hard. Okay, what's the other way? He's the wrestling is fake guy. <laughs> I watched a great interview where, well, a clip of an interview because I don't want to pay for high spots yet. I where mean, this would he was, turn, turn Cassius Ono back because yeah, Cassius Ono that, would be the like. a huge wrestling as a real guy and I love wrestling. Yeah, yeah, Cassius Ono would come out and be the it's still real to me, yeah, damn it guy. absolutely. Now, Matt Riddle was on this show with, with Chuck Taylor. And Chuck Taylor was interviewing him. And then he was like, yeah, but, you know, like... Uh, he asked him how know, big his dick was. Yeah, the, well, no, it was a different... It was a different one. It, it wasn't with Trent Barretta, but it was like a different different show. It was some other High Spots interview show with Trent with Chuck Taylor. Um, and then, oh, it was Gentleman and a Scholar, which I forget who the scholar is, but Gentleman is him. And so then they were talking about whatever, and he's like, oh, so what do you... And what do you do about that? And, then, and he's like, yeah, and, you know, it's kind of fun. Like, you get in the ring, you do your little, like, fake uh, little... And the two of them stared at him like, what? And he was like, well, what? Well, you're really good at it. <laughs> like, he he instantly, like, turned them in a second, and he was like, no, no, don't worry about it. You're really good at him, dude. Like, like Chuck Taylor is just, like, super deflated because he knows that he is a real, like, martial artist yeah, yeah, yeah. monster. That, that, and that literally he's sitting with somebody that could kill him. Yeah. Who's like... Yeah, you, and you, know, you, you pretend to be me very well. Yeah, you Thank do you. a really good job of like doing what I do um, without any of the real like, uh, you know, work that goes into <laughs> it. Like, it's like, what the fuck? And if he did that on NXT, which it would be so hard to do while still making him look like a competitor who's competing for a belt, even though he's like, it's all a work. Like if if you could do that, like and I think there is a way to do it. You just like have him fight like Humberto and other flippy guys, and he's like, that stuff doesn't do anything. <laughs> if he's just like, yeah, you're throwing your body weight around, but guess what? It doesn't do anything. 
And then he just like no sells a fucking a fucking Canadian destroyer or something like that would be incredible. So and I think he he would turn heel so fast in full sale. He would turn heel. Look at Leo Rush no selling that ladder power bomb. He would get nuclear Leo Rush heat. So you are specifically targeting one Jim Cornette. In how you're going to turn him heel. He's going to be Jim Cornette, but he's going to be the Jim no, Cornette. No, he's going to be anti-Jim Cornette. He's going to be the Jim Cornette that says, this stuff's fake. Only punches, because he has to still look like he's going for the belt. So he's got to make it seem like he's still like, because otherwise he looks like an idiot and not a good heel, because then it's like, so then why are you even here? But he can't be like, this stuff is fake, like it's all worked, like we know who's going to win. He could be like, your moves... You might think that they're good, but they suck. Wrestling moves are garbage. And, like, he could just no-sell wrestling moves. Like, someone could just fucking Alabama slam him, and he'll get up, and he'll be like, I didn't even... I did all the work. Or not really like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, no. What I'm saying is, though, that you're, you're basic... It can't be... He can't how be... Can, how can we get heel heat on Matt Riddle? I know, will kill the business. <laughs> yeah, but it can't be that he kills the business. It can't be. It can't be. Instead, it has to be that he's like, maybe, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Jim Cornette. He'll, Jim Cornette, he'll be like, you wrestle a blow-up doll, you fucking idiot. You should, you know, fuck you, you know, that kind of stuff. He'll do that. But that would be great. But he can do it in a sarcastic, shit-eating way where he's just like, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, sure, uh, fucking... Do that 450 splash on me, Ricochet. I bet that's going to hurt you more than it hurts me, you idiot. You know, I mean, like I that. Mean, like I, I, that think that, actually, I think that there's a way to do this but the, without killing the business, which is just make him be... It's the oldest fucking heel heat in the world, but just go from a plucky underdog to a cocky champion. Yeah. He gets the belt and then is like, Oh, this is the guy that's gonna take the belt from me. He fucking sucks, though. Like, he doesn't know. even know how to do an arm bar, man. That's good. If he does everything like he doesn't even know how to do an arm bar, or he doesn't even, he can't even lock in an arm. Like, if he could put it, give someone his arm and tell him to do an arm bar, and then he just like pull, like bends his arm out of it and stuff. Like, that would be pretty cool, and that'd be a good way to get him. Yeah, as a, and, yeah. And, and 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 and. But what I mean is like. Offer your arm to a flippy guy. Have him dodge every flip because you can see it coming. Yeah, you can just walk away from those. And then... And he should like, say that to the audience when they boo. He could like turn around and say, what? You want me to stand there? I like, mean, this is a classic way that Zack Sabre Jr., one of my favorite wrestlers, gets heat. Where, yeah. like, he loves to just step aside and let beautiful Sonata slam his face into a turnbuckle. And then look at the audience like... I saw him coming. What the fuck? Yeah, I get it. I, I think that's what we're going to have to do. It, it can't be your punches are fake. He can't actually kill the business. Yeah, he can't but he say... Needs, he needs to say, like, the things you're doing are ineffective against me. Yeah, like in Chikara... I am strong and fast enough that I can dodge your stupid flips and... I know how to get you down into an arm bar that you will tap out to. So yeah. what the fuck, right? And yeah. then... Or have him break a guy's arm in kayfabe. Yeah. And then he can just become 
Pentagon Jr. Yeah. And then he My other favorite like, wrestler. Yeah, but instead of like never talking, he can just be like... Pentagon Jr. talks a well, lot. He talks of, in Spanish. This is that's very racist. It's doesn't not because talk. I don't actually watch Pentagon Jr. matches, so I just assumed he didn't talk because he wears all that face makeup. No, he says cool shit. Okay, good for you. Good for you. Good for us. I mean, he says zero whatever. Zero mania whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say it. Zero mania. Okay. I'll it trust that that's correct. means zero fear. Good. Um, anyway. so he says that, but I, I don't know. For some reason, I always thought he was like a silent undertaker type. I don't know. It's fine. It's all fine. So I don't know. We could definitely turn him. You're right. I mean, it started out in my mind, a very hard gargantuan task. And now I think it's definitely something totally doable. I think it's doable. I just don't know why you would, because he is just, he's a great, he's getting a great hero push and I think and he really also, deserves it. He, he's a great hero again, because you can tell that he's not really putting on a show. He seems to be maybe the nicest man ever born. Yeah. He's like, like he even ends his weird little scrums that he has with the, uh, the reporters where he's like, okay, I got to go train. You guys have a great day. It's like, yeah, what other wrestler does that? And that doesn't seem to be like somebody wrote that for him. He's just like, I always tell everybody have a great day because I want them to have a great day. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? Yeah. It, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he, I mean, he could be a heel, but why do it? Yeah. He's just. I don't know, Chris. Just tell us why you think he should be a heel, and we told you why, how we could do it. Because I do think I do think it's good. I definitely think like getting him all like all this shit is ineffective in real combat. Like I think that is the way. I think that is definitely the way to turn yeah. him. I think, especially because then you can have the guy that beat him. Do like a super flip. Yeah. Yeah. Beat him with flips. And then that guy is the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. Kushida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kushida. Well, but but that's the problem. Because Kushida's Kushi- gonna Kushida's, yeah, do a hover unlock, which is a real. Yeah. Okay. Because Kushida was a shooter too. Yeah. Because they were all shooters. Yeah. Okay, so what else is going on in the men's division? <laughs> uh, no, nah, nothing really. I mean, there's there's uh, Alistair Black cutting really stupid promos. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I had so much. I like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love this guy. And then all of a sudden, like, he's got a personality and a character. And, and now he's just like, he looks really lame. He's like staring at the screen and he's lame. Two, two, two big problems with the most recent one. Yeah. Previous one, he shows up on the big screen in full sale. And I actually really liked that. Yes. Because he kind of seemed like it gave him an otherworldly, you know, he's not, he's not standing in the room. He's like, you know, this God image that appears and is like, I'm coming for you now, Champa. Then this week, it's also a pre-recorded promo. And I was like, well, that's lame. Don't do two pre-recorded prom- promos back to back. What the fuck? Yeah. But also in it, He's now talking about absolving Champa of his sins. And I'm like, but that doesn't make sense because Champa didn't really sin against you. I mean, I know that he's been fucking with you, but like Gargano was like fucking with you, fucking with you. Yeah, Gargano attacked you in a parking lot. Yeah. So that made sense that you, you know, oh, I'm going to 
absolve you of your sins by kicking the shit out of you. But Champa, it's like, you should have just been like, now I'm back on your fucking trail, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he even said that. He was like, you diverted me for a long time, but you were never going to stop me from coming for the belt because it's my belt and you stole it from me. That's like good promo shit. And then he starts talking about ab- absolving again. And then there's also stuff where he's like, I do like do his you... crazy eyes. Yeah, it, it's good. I mean, the look is good. Then he's like, I feel it. No, it's like, you need to. Do you feel it? I feel it. You feel it. What? what? <laughs> they all feel it. And then he's like pointing up at the air or something. And it's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? And then he says a bunch of weird shit that doesn't make grammatical sense. Like, it's just. It's not great. It's not great. Also, he Ricochet got- has gotten on my nerves doing this too, where he'll like say a sentence that act that sounds like you understand what he means by the end of the sentence, but then you're like, wait a second, that wasn't real. That wasn't a real sentence. It's like self-contradictory in some weird yeah. way. Or, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. when Alistair Black does it, it's really bad because he talks so slow that you have a lot of time to think about it. Um, I do like that um, after, after getting beaten up by... Champa and Gargano, he uh, presumably moved into the Velveteen Dreams alternate universe. <laughs> yeah, because he's also in Purple Smoke World, which is like, I mean, it it kind of works, but also the purple doesn't really work. That's Velveteen Dreams thing. Twenty nineteen. That was a great great promo. <laughs> he 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 released right on New Year's. He released just the clip of him turning and looking at the screen and it saying 2019 and i was yeah. like that's fucking excellent yeah he's uh yeah he's great i don't like that he's uh uh using hulk hogan to build himself up you know what it's marketing you gotta use it it's big use it it's big he's awesome he can do what he wants he's great okay it's it's like look they brought Hogan back. I don't know if if they're if they're gonna bring Hogan to NXT. I don't know if I can. I'm one of those guys where maybe I'm cool with spending Nazi gold to improve <laughs> the life of, of of other people. Maybe I'm cool with that. But like, so 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 what you're saying is Hogan is Nazi gold. You you using Hogan tweeting about Velveteen Dream as some sort of fucked up reparations against the victims of his racist rants not necessarily because you don't have to use the nazi gold as reparations you just oh. use it for like other stuff too so like so there isn't even the altruism of reparations it's just like hey you've got all this nazi gold lying around yeah let's use it to build a new subway system or whatever i don't know I mean, it's just you know it's fairly altruistic yeah no i'm saying it's altruistic it just doesn't have to be to to, to repay for the the horrible thing that they you know what i'm saying like i don't know hulk hogan needs to apologize for what he did and the wwe needs to stop fucking putting him on their shit velveteen dream doesn't need to do anything so if he wants to use hulk hogan for so you think that further himself he he can he can do that i think i think he yeah i think he did i disagree all right I think that all of his You think shit, he was told to use Hulk Hogan? I think that all and of to his... to dress up like Hulk Hogan? That I think, was totally no, his idea. I think that him dressing up like Hulk Hogan was his idea. Because his whole thing was like, I'm taking this shit and I'm like the new big dude on campus. And then they were like, 
oh, so you like Hulk Hogan? Put it in your promo. I don't know. I feel. I like, mean, maybe, maybe I'm. Ex- I, I, I. I think you're. I think I could see it, I'm but I also too don't. Deep into this, but like I. I don't think that that. I don't necessarily think that's what happened, but I, I could see it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. I think that there's a difference between especially a black dude dressing up as Hulk Hogan and that same black dude using Hulk Hogan's name and words to validate himself to the world. I mean, especially I considering what Hulk Hogan said about black it's people it's definitely weird it's definitely not great but i don't think that i'm not gonna hold velveteen dream responsible for that and i'm okay, not gonna well, put a hold that against you him. voted for trump so i didn't vote for trump yeah you did you weird conservative <sighs> you're you're like super alt-right right god damn it i voted for jordan peterson <laughs> i wrote him in Lobster man. <laughs> I voted for Duff Man. <laughs> like I always do, Tristan. Every year. Whenever everybody votes. Every year. Once a year, right? I mean, technically, yeah. There you go. Just not for president, but you know. It's every two years. Every four years. <laughs> for president. No, for regular votes. No, they, they they have yearly votes. It's just it's like referendums and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah so. I don't do that because you can't write Duffman on those. <laughs> <laughs> There's no writing spot. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's whatever. So I love that promo, but we were talking about Alistair Black and his promo sucked. Yeah, it his, was not great. His promo was not good. It was not great, and um. But I think I think that it's just that um, I don't know what they're doing with him too. So I'm like confused. I think that it was better. Hear me out. Before he had a character, because when he didn't have a character, there was nothing that needed to evolve. And now they've figured out what his character is, and he's just saying the same shit. Yeah, but he's not wearing a priest outfit yet. Six episodes in a row. Yeah, the priest. But again, the priest outfit would be an evolution. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about absolving people of their sins all the time. Maybe he's like some, you know, satanic priest now. Let's dress him more like a priest. That would be like. You can say the same shit if the stuff around the shit changes because that shows like a change in mental state. But if you're just doing the same shit six shows in a row, you're kind of like, yeah, cool. We get it, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We, we definitely was, get it. I it, mean, it, granted, it, I'm looking forward to their takeover match. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, he's great. And both Champa's of them great. are amazing in the ring. And Champ is going to win. And, and Black's been doing so bad that I actually feel cool about rooting for Champ in that match. Yeah. Really? Well, because he's not super lame. Yeah. Also, um, Champa, like, Champa turned that fucking shit around so good in his promo where he was just like, You're calling me a puppet master? Well, guess what, Alistair? That means you're the biggest fucking puppet of them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was great. But it's like if if um if he if Black's thing was I mean, like it's kind I'm of... angry, if his character was like I'm angry, that would be cool and I'd be down with that. And I thought that was his character, but now his character is I'm angry and also like holy or something. Yeah, I think that I think that they should have stuck with him talking about how calm he was while freaking out yeah that, that was, was fun. very good that was a really good promo i don't know why they they moved on from that because i could have 
I could have had a year of him showing up like crying and being like, I'm actually happy this happened. Why is everyone so sad? Yeah. I'm happy that I lost the belt a year ago. I don't yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's I think that's a cool character versus like just like saying weird cryptic shit that doesn't make grammatical sense and makes you sound like a dumb dumb. Yeah. Like he sounds dumb. I don't know. Whatever. Just fix it. Just fix it, guys. Meanwhile, uh, we have a bunch of other singles competitors that we haven't really seen a lot of. No Bobby Fish. Yeah. No. Well, you see three's gone. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, I mean, we had a little bit of Ricochet, but that wasn't really a lot. Yeah, but Ricochet and Johnny are going to just blow the fucking house down. Yeah. That, that is going to be really that, that's fun. That's going to be a good match. I mean, okay. You think you think Johnny gets the belt? Um, the only way I think he gets the belt is through Champa interference or through cheating, like bad cheating. Yeah. And then they're buddies again. I mean, do our DIY is definitely happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna be great. I can't wait to hear how Moro says it. Yeah. No, I can't wait to hear how Nigel says it. Do or die. Do, Do or, or die. 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 I don't know. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be good. And and <laughs> I kind of like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because I... I would really like for um, the thing that I keep coming back to is the Adam Cole tweet at the end of last year when he was like, next year we're going to have all four belts. And I would really like if that happened for do or DIY and then Undisputed Era were like, well, shit, I guess we're disputed now. Yeah. <laughs> we got to leave. I mean, it they would did, be fun. They did, they did with two people what, what well, we, we couldn't with, do yeah, with, with four. four. It would be kind of fun to see them both with two belts each. <laughs> yeah. It and, would. And they're both, they're both doing that weird strategy of, like, they don't want to overcommit because if they overcommit to getting the other guy's belts, then the next match that they have, they're going to steal two belts back. <laughs> Yeah, like they can't even if the two of them have all four belts, they can't even try and fight each other for the belt. Like it's it's not like well now I want the North American Championship too because it's like well that's my tag partner. Uh, but also shit. I just 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 imagine the takeover if um they have do or DIY has the um uh heavyweight championship and the North American Championship. And Undisputed Era still has the tag. And it's like, early in the night, they're both up against Undisputed Era for the tag belts. But then they're also both going to have to defend their belts against Bobby Fish and Adam Cole later in the night. So they're like, so how do we really want these belts or do we want to hold on to ours? Because 
Yeah. I don't think this is going to work out well. Or it would be fun if they win the tag belts. And as soon as they win the tag belts, Gargano turns on Champa, beats him up, and takes the other belt. And then he has all four. In his hands. And he's just like, I'm all of NXT. The only thing I that am- matters is wins and belts and, ch- and titles. And I've got all the titles. Oops. <laughs> the one-man tag team, Johnny Gargano. The, he could have the tagline, the only thing that matters. Johnny Gargano. Come out to uh, uh, like The Clash, the only band that matters. There you go. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's the men's division. Yeah. Let's talk about the women's division. The most important division, the women's division. Alec? Yeah? I think you need to apologize to me. No. I think you do. Because you said that they were going to book the four horsewomen as unstoppable. I don't need to apologize to you. Yes, you do. I don't need to. Apologize. Who's making me? Who? Okay, but you admit that you were wrong about that. Well, I didn't realize that they were going to... I thought they were going to win. Yeah, yeah, I know you thought that they were, and I was like, I thought no. they were going to win, and I was like, well, it's going to happen. They're going to win. The good, win. the good storytelling is um, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, who... The first time they said their names together, I was like, oh, that rhymes. That's fun. And then after them saying that eight more times, I was like, oh, they need really a tag name. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't keep hearing Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. Like, oh, my God. That's going to fucking become a brain worm really bad. But, of course, they win because okay. they know what they're doing. Okay. But... And and they and even I won. agree that that they is even one the way that I said that they were going to win. And, where like, and I agree that that is the good booking, but I didn't think it was going to be good. <laughs> you have to understand from my point of view. I thought this was going to suck. So then you admit that this is good. Well, not really, because they were still in it. And I don't really like them that much. I like them a lot. I don't really think they're that great. I liked them uh, bouncing around behind Shayna Baszler when she was uh, talking down. Yeah, to that was good. Bianca Belair. That was fun. I liked that they also got put out of the picture because she was like, you're worried about them. Don't worry about them. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And then and then uh, that led to a very funny moment where Bianca Belair, as Shayna Baszler turns back around, Bianca Belair slaps Shayna Baszler runs out of the ring and from the ramp starts yelling you want to fight i'm right here yeah it's fucking great (laughs) while Shayna baszler is in the ring yelling no come back here and fight this is where we fight it's it's really good and i gotta tell you uh I mean, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the stuff where we'll, we'll talk about Yoshirai and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. But this was so exciting. I, I can't wait to jump onto this. I loved this. And I thought Bianca looked so great in this. I Bianca loved is, it. Is is fucking killing it. She's man. on fire. She's so good. I love it. 
I kind of wanted her win. I don't think she will, but I kind of do. Well, she definitely won't. I mean, I real want. Because... I really want her to actually. I, when I really think about it, I want her to. I like her a lot. I think she's like a. Real, oh no, she 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 des- transitioned into babyface like that, and it was. She great. deserves something definitely, but it is Shayna Baszler's time. Oh do yeah, you there's no she... way she's gonna win this match. Do you remember when Shayna she, Baszler? It's a good first loss for her. Do you remember when Shayna Baszler? Uh, showed up and we were like she's so amazing she just needs to get a little bit more natural on the mic and fucking look at her now oh yeah she's great on she's the mic now. so fu- i just i mean i fucking love her she's so good she's so captivating she's like funny and shitty at the same time yeah which is a beautiful thing a beautiful line to walk in wrestling you know like in that she's funny, but she's legitimately shitty. She's not, like, making a joke shitty. She's like, you're like, oh, you're being a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. man. No, it's great. Even when she was like, oh, you're afraid of these people that I openly admit I keep around to beat up people I don't like. Don't worry about them. I'm not going to sick them on you. It's like, yeah. okay, do I trust you? Because you're a big enough prick that you're like, I want her all to myself. Or do I not trust you because you've said that to four other people and, and every single the time they, yeah. that they've shown up? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's it's really a great thing. I also did like how she was just like, yeah, everyone knows you're really strong. You're freakishly strong. You're gigantically strong and freakishly strong and you're setting records. And, and you're the fastest person alive, apparently. Yeah. But you're not a, you're not a, you're not, you're not going to beat me because I'm just going to rip out your arms. It doesn't matter how strong you are if you can't lift anything because your arms are Well, and also I really liked the line. Oh, you're not the smartest. Yeah. Yeah. You might be the strongest and you might be the fastest, but you're not the smartest. Yeah. Because you're, and also the fact that you're just not smart because you're fucking with me. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like if you chose to not fuck with me, then like, oh, maybe you are truly the EST. You're also the smartest because you're not going to fuck with me. Yeah. But uh, I'm fucking Shayna Baszler. And I I don't know. I loved it. I loved her responses to that, too, where she was she was a little bit nervous because it's like, oh, God, Shayna Baszler is so mean and horrible. But at the same time, she was like very confident. And she was like, well, yeah, I mean, that's that it was, is it was awesome. Bianca Belair's character. It was so like, good. Yeah. Maybe I'm but it was not the, thinking about this enough, but I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah, but the little like edge of nerves. Yeah, I actually really loved, and I thought that was so good. She is, and it also made sense why, after feeling like that, somebody who has really never done any kind of sneaky attacks would slap somebody out of yeah. nowhere. Because it's like. For once, I'm feeling like maybe my just innate ability isn't going to bring me the win. So I'm going to slap this person and run away. But she's also, she is kind of smart because I think she knows, oh, there's three people in the ring with me. I better do something to get out of here. Like she is smart. Like, and, and she's her acting. She's like so natural. Did you, did we talk about this on the podcast? No, because when she won the four way, that was before we recorded, right? Yeah. Or it was after we recorded after we the last recorded one. Yeah. Time. When she won that match, she, I was sold on her instantly. She was jumping around so happy. I was like, 
Yeah. Oh my god, it's like it's a real match for her. It's like yeah. she really won a real she buys into it. And I just instantly went, Oh, never mind. She's really great. She's the face we need. Yeah. I mean I will say we lost some people to the main roster that I wish we hadn't, but I know that you liked Lacey, but I'm fine with Lacey going up to the main roster. No, I did. I thought she was great. I thought she was going to be even greater later when they made her a little less weird. She's very weird, and it seems like the they're going to keep the weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, on main roster, weird sells. Weird goes great. She, on main they, they have already had her I wouldn't, watching a screen at three quarters view with a hat completely tilted on the side of her head. Yeah, I'm so. sure. And I'm I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Otis's weird perf thing got over super big. Like I like weird gets over bad weird gets over in the main roster like gangbusters. Yeah. So like she's gonna be fine over there and they're just gonna amplify the stuff that was making me nervous about her. But like she was doing really good on NXT and she I was mean, really coming into a swing. She was really swinging. She 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 actually did a good job on in that four way. I mean everybody did a good job yeah. in that four way. Um But yeah. Yeah, she I liked when they were thinking about tagging her with Aaliyah to kind of be like, Oh, we're the classy broads or whatever. I thought that was really cool and it could have been nice. To have seen that keep going, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's Certainly. whatever. It's it's just it is a sad thing to miss. Did you I know see that, that you... video of her um, making sweet tea that she posted oh on Twitter? God, no, but that sounds really good. She put an entire bag of sugar in and then kept talking about how nobody else makes tea like her because <laughs> they aren't as classy. <laughs> Did she put food coloring in it or something? That would have been so it, it, sick. She she tweeted like four tweets. Of videos of her cooking, what I can only imagine is the most disgusting tasting shit. <laughs> it was, it was, and the, and the entire time she's like, you people don't have any class. You don't have any taste. You, you don't know why I would put uh, two pounds of mayonnaise on this chicken before I roast it. And you're like. Lacey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> now, I crumble my Funyuns up before I put them on top of the casserole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, exactly. <laughs> so she, like, you could see where I, you could see where I was going. It, there's definitely some great shit there uh, that they're not going to be able to do because no. it's just going to, it's just going to turn into like weird Jesus NASCAR shit and whatever. It's going to be lame. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty bad. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be lame and it's gonna suck. But like, I know you miss. You're gonna miss Nikki a lot. I'm gonna miss Nikki too because she was fun. Batman. Yeah, the Batman we deserve, but not the Batman we need. Wait, or, or whatever. The Batman we need, but not the one we deserve. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I think that's the trick is that you don't know which one. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's it's just uh, it's yeah, she's great. And and she's definitely not going to do anything on the main roster. That's way too bad. I mean, all I'm like, hoping... What the fuck is this? All I'm hoping is that she technically gets uh, pinned to SmackDown so that she and her new husband 
Killian Dane mm. can not appear on TV together rather than in completely different states. Because that would be real. I think he even tweeted, uh, she showed up on Raw and he was like, you know, Nikki Cross on Raw. He was all excited. And then like two hours later, he tweeted and was like, if she stays on Raw and I don't see her for another year, I'm going to freak out. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, that's that's sweet. That's nice. I hope I hope the best for you two lovebirds. Yeah, God bless you. In the words of uh, Lacey Evans, God bless. God bless. Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. So yeah, I mean, she hasn't said that yet. Well, that's that's kind of something that you say when somebody's like a little touched in the head, or you, you say like "fuck." It, it, uh, my, I don't know. Virginia, my southern friend, always says that that means "fuck you." Yeah, no, but that's like it it, it can be fuck you, but it's also like there's always definitely a looking down on sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, well, because I bless your heart. The the stupid guy that works at the gas station and you're like, oh, bless his heart. You know, he just tries his best, but he he doesn't really keep that place all that clean. Yeah. You're like, no, I get it. I just I don't know. But anyhow, it's fine. We're never going to hear that yet. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. So the real women's division that's going on right now. We talked about the title shot because, I mean, that was just Too so good. great. It yeah. was so great. Bianca's so cool. Oh, haven't, haven't I seen, like her as a hero. I like her as a hero. Haven't seen the hair in probably four matches. I think, well, doesn't she whip a... I thought she whipped someone to win the match, to win the... I don't to win think, the, the I title don't, shot. I don't think that she whipped Lacey Evans to win the title shot. No, not Lacey. Because she pinned Lacey, right? I think it was somebody else was going to pin Lacey. Oh, and maybe. She whipped them. I don't know. But in any case. Still, very sparingly. I like it. I kind of am hoping that when Shayna wins, they cut the hair. Like, ha, ha, ha. Mean. Or something. And then I she mean, doesn't we, need we, the we hair. Have... Because, you know, she never needed it at all. I, I know. You love making that joke. I do. I do. She's on her own. Yeah. She never needed the hair. She's so strong. Her biceps are incredibly huge. Yeah. Her arms are gigantic. The when only, she was wearing only... regular when she was wearing regular people clothes standing in the ring, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Cause you could see those arms and I was like, Jesus Christ. The only lady bigger than her is uh who is the the Japanese, the Joshi wrestler you showed me? Oh my god. Yeah, what the fuck is her name? Shit. Chihiro Hashimoto. Got it in one. Yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, she, I think I mentioned to you, you know, I'm not really big on eugenics, like Nazis like eugenics. Sure. But every once in a while, I look at a men's wrestler and a women's wrestler. And with Hashimoto and Jeff Cobb, I say... They could have a bowling ball for a child. Yeah. It would be stupendous. Yeah. She's big Completely and giant round. and awesome. I think she is, yeah. She is probably a women's wrestler that I spent an entire day watching matches of. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw her once, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Look at that woman. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Beat up the world. 
Hashimoto-san. That's what they say over there. They put Bianca Belair. Uh, maybe send her on excursion just yeah. to just to just wrestle. to fight uh, Hashimoto. I want to see her press her over her head. I mean, she probably could. It, it, it would be like the Hogan Andre body drop. Yeah, it would, and and you know what? It would be incredible. I want to <laughs> see it. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So that's the big stuff going on in women's division. The small stuff is. Uh, is there small stuff going on right now in the women's division? There's, there's the tag match that we talked about. Yeah, we did but that we didn't already. Really kind talk of about a it. little bit. I mean, okay, so Dakota and Yoshirai are friends. Yeah, and I guess that's like the extent of it. Yeah, and the two horsewomen are still not great. Yeah, but I like that. That's that's like the story they're telling. Yeah, and they're telling it pretty well and because that's like the like they knew enough, for instance, to try to wobble the ropes when somebody was on the top ropes, mm-hmm. but then they kind of took too long doing it. And Dakota Kai kicks one of them in the fucking face. Yeah. Keep going. Also, I liked that a number of times, uh, a pin would get broken up by, uh, the other member of Io Shirai, Dakota Kai. And they were clearly like, wait, what? Oh, right. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. That would be fun. I'm not. I'm not alone in the ring with this person, like I have been for the rest of my career. That is fun. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still not sold. But what else is going on in women's? Uh, I guess that's it, isn't it? No fucking Candace news, huh? No Candace news. Yeah. I think we just got to figure out if uh, Candace is also going to be a bad guy. Yeah. If she's going to be in DIY or trying or die trying or whatever. If she's going to be in that or if she's going to be in something else and not be a bad guy. Well, it's weird because except for uh, Kyrie saying all of her other good guy heroes have been turning into into bad guys too Cassius Ono yeah Kyrie oh that's right Kyrie Sane hasn't done anything in a while either no that's true I think Kyrie Sane needs to like turn on Io Shirai she's like nursing her wounds no so that she could be bad and Candace could be bad and then and Cassius Ono could be bad and then they could be the bad squad NXT it's all heels yeah <laughs> yeah NXT uh uh Goodness has lost. Where hope goes to die. Yeah. NXT. I don't know. Whatever. What's NXT anyway? A where where world... hope goes to die, but not like TNA. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And then you just go through it. Oh, I was waiting for you to define new for me. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's bo- I was, I well, was doing with the that guys report. let's both fuck off you can find us on how do you do that thing at the end i, I forget oh, oh i i don't think i've even been doing it yeah uh, really okay uh, i'm i'm at i'm at we're VFR. we're we're yeah. we've been uh what's nxt you yeah. can find us on apple podcasts Hey, yeah. why don't you swing by and give us a five-star review only? Please, because we want to keep our perfect record. Um, uh, Stitcher and what's the Google one? Google, Google Play. Play. Yeah, Google Play. Who the fuck uses that? Um, 
you can contact me. They dinged us a star now because of that. <laughs> you can contact me on. It doesn't matter because they're on Google Play. We want the <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> the iTunes rating. Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Enemy of Both. I'm at VF Harpoon. Er. No, there's no er <laughs> at the end. You, you, you get, this is the second time you fucked it up. VF Harpoon. And with that. And with that. What is NXT? The world may never know. This oh, is... it's three. It just takes three bites, guys. <laughs> You're going to do something. Go, get, you, what you do get I it. always say at the end? What do you say at the end? I say... Oh, yeah. That's have right. a good one. Yeah, you say... We'll find out. Listen to us next week to find out. And then next I say month. what's NXT. Next month to find out what's next. What's NXT? They just shipped Stephanie McMahon over there so she can introduce women's wrestling to Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, did you know that before Stephanie McMahon, women didn't even know how to put shoes on their feet? Stephanie McMahon has really broken a lot of glass ceilings. I know. It's so interesting that she also has a glass ceiling installation company propping her up. Like, it seems like every single time she pays to have a glass ceiling put in, she then breaks it and then goes, I broke that glass ceiling. Yeah. Well, then she's got to replace it. I mean, because what, are you going to let the rain get in? I mean, come on. Here, can you, can you help me out for a second? Yeah, I could help you out. Hold this here. Oh, okay. Why are you gonna? Oh, it's two hand. It's a two-handed impression, guys. Um, he was also on the abdominal machine. Okay. And with the abdominal machine, you got two straps. Yeah. That you hold like this. Right. You, you right. Bend, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Bend over. It's a crunch machine. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I've used one. The way that he decided to use it is he holds his arms like this and goes. What? He holds his arms like a Y above his head and does, like, maybe an inch push. I don't even know if the weight's engaged. Yeah. They engage so barely that all it but does is he... make a horrible racket of the plates going, clang, 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 clang. What do you think he's working? His shoulders or something? Like, what is that? I don't know if he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. he's doing supersets, Tristan. He knows what he's doing. <laughs>